Okay, here we go. And recording in three, two, one. Greetings, friends, family, and followers. My name is Angela. My name is Pam. And my name is Edwin. And you're listening to episode 81 of Dungeons, Dinings, and Dorks. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, for we're so happy to have you listening. Uh, glad you stuck around, or if you're new, hey, welcome. We're glad you're here. Uh, there's, whoa, <laughs> that was abrupt. Anyway, uh, there's been a lot going on, and it was hard to pick what we were going to talk about today. So let's start off with Edwin because Edwin is super excited. Okay, so so last time we were last last episode, in the last show, I was getting interested in photography again. Um and so I bought a new camera. He tell. I bought a new tell camera. Us about this camera. And it's not a f- iPhone. It is not an Android. It is a bona fide DSLR camera. Um, actually, no, it's not even a DSLR camera. It's a mirrorless camera. And me being me, and Angela sort of knows this about me, yep. that I will mull over back and forth, back and forth on, on anything that I buy that's of significant worth. He, he, <laughs> he, he, he did go on information dumps. I, I love when he goes on info dumps because he's excited about things. He went on info dumps about like three different cameras. Four different cameras. That's right. Four different cameras. <laughs> Four different cameras. And all the pros and cons of going with each one. And it, and, it was adorable. And I talked to two of my good buddies at work. Um, and I believe both of them listen to this show. <laughs> so, um, thanks Alex and thanks Tony, uh, for helping me, helping me out. Um, that, um, yeah, so both of them are avid photographers. One of them actually is, I would, I would probably say he's professional. Probably. Cause he actually gets paid to yeah. To do Free- photography. Freelance professional. He's a freelance professional. He does weddings. Uh, so this is, uh, I guess, this is a free plug for Alex. He does weddings, and he also does events, and he's, um, and also Tony is just a, you know, he's a, uh, he's an avid hobbyist. He's an enthusiast. <laughs> so and he's. He was like me. I mean, he started out in film photography, and he went and took the the jump to digital, which I didn't until now. Edwin was not happy about the jump to I wasn't, digital. I wasn't very happy back in the day because it was way too expensive. Um, but, yes. <laughs> and let me tell you something. For those of you who go on YouTube to figure out what are the good things and bad things about any product... Don't. <laughs> just don't. Like, just just watch one or two things, but don't go down the rabbit hole because I found out something about about YouTube reviews of anything. They are not reliable. 
<laughs> they're just yeah. not reliable because they're comparing it i found most of them are comparing it to their own stuff right so they're not really looking at it in a very like potential buyer potential buyer consumer sort of thing they're always comparing it to whatever the heck they have already so they're always like well it's not as fast as as my current one or it's not as as high you know like high performing as my current one or i can't see myself using this you know and they've only used it for like a day or two <laughs> so i'm kind of like eh, let's just shut this off yeah you know, the best thing to do in my opinion is just to go to a reputable like store that specializes in whatever the heck you you buy right and i should put a caveat on this sans automobiles because <laughs> they'll try to sell you anything yeah True. but i just you know i i i talked to both of my buddies in this and they said that get this camera you will love this camera you will absolutely you know like this camera can do you no wrong and it is this, that, and the other thing. And one of the things that one of my friends told me, every single mirrorless camera that's in the market today is going to take awesome pictures. It doesn't matter what you get. They're just going to take awesome pictures. So you're really doing these minute little things, looking for these minute little things. And that's what I found out about the ones that I tried. So I just picked like sort of like the middle of the road one. And I am absolutely happy with it. So, I'm in the game now. I already took it out on a trail. I already took out doing some landscape photography and a little bit of wildlife. I even got another uh, telephoto lens for it. And, He's so excited about and, this. <laughs> and he asked me to make a, a strap cover for his other camera for when he's yeah. out doing just artsy film stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And I did resurrect my film camera. I did resurrect my let me see night see 95 2005 2015 my 37 year old camera my my it's, that was actually my dad's camera and my dad didn't find really any use for it anymore and told me here have a hobby <laughs> <laughs> and Gave me his camera, and that was been that was my workhorse since for for a very long time, and I resurrected it, I cleaned it up, and it and it still works. Nice, and very happy. About I was that. very happy that it still worked because I haven't used it. I don't think I've ever used it since I since Angel and I were married. I can I would have to confirm that yes. Yeah. Yeah, you you have not used that one since we got married. Yeah. So it's it's up it's still running i took it out to the minneapolis farmers market put a couple of put a roll of ilford fp4s in there and started shooting so and it was it was absolutely fantastic it it just took me back to my teenage years to my <laughs> you know to my college years when i was still doing photography it just took me back and I just fell in love with it again. So don't give up on your, on your old hobbies. They're still there in the back of your mind and you might find another, 
interest into it just like i have anyways <laughs> so i've been posting a lot of stuff on um Your on insta? instagram insta. on my insta <laughs> using the camera went to the uh went to the fair the state fair took a couple pictures with it for the record, I did not go. I was not feeling the social yeah. interaction Which thing. Which is really weird going to the fair by yourself. <laughs> it is really weird. <laughs> but I really wanted to go uh, do a... I really wanted to go take pictures there. So. And eat food. And eat food. Yes, and eat food. So. But yeah. Eat, been, yeah, so I'm thinking about... Um, Doing some more things, so um, stay tuned. So, who's up next? Anybody? I think, Anybody? I think it would be Angela. <laughs> Angela. Angela, Angela, what are you, what are you doing? Do? Angela's getting tangled in I her puff. I, I, I got some puffy yarn, and I'm getting tangled up in it here. You know, I've never seen puffy yarn like this. This is... I've been wanting to work with this stuff for ages. Is it... This is not what I was going to talk about. Is it, is it felt? No, it's no, it's it's um kind of a chenille. This this particular yarn is called Royal Velvet. So it's very very poofy. <laughs> it's very soft and very comfy, and I feel like I should like use it as a pillow. <laughs> Which but... is why I'm trying to make a pillow. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh... but yeah, what I wanted to talk about, I am going to run fest on Saturday, and I am really excited because. I wasn't going to dress up, and then I had an idea, and it changed my mind. I am not going dressed up in Renfest attire. Oh, no. No, no, no. If you'll recall, one of my side things, I do some voice acting, and I have this character named Zero Day. I'm going to go to Renfest dressed up as Zero Day. Oh. <laughs> now... Now, for those My that gosh. aren't aware of <laughs> who Zero Day is, can you share, shed some light as to who is this Zero Day? Zero Day is the pixie that lives mm. in the back of my head mm. at all times. It freaks out Edwin when I pull out the voice. But Zero Day is a tech pixie from from our a. Uh, urban fantasy uh, radio drama called The Graveyard Tapes. Um, Which airs in Canada, apparently. It does air in Canada, uh, specifically in... Saskatchewan? Uh, yeah, Saskatchewan in the city of Regina. Um, and I believe it's Tuesdays at 6.30, I want to say. In what state? On what station? As... Oh, I think it's CJTR. I might have those letters mixed around. But it's, it's the public radio station. The public ra yeah, it's the yeah. public radio station over in Regina, Saskatchewan. Yeah, indie and indie productions and such like that. But so, yeah. so you're dressing up as this character. I am dressing up as this character to run around at the Runfest. And I'll probably be making some promotional TikToks for for uh the graveyard tapes oh that'd be cool um <laughs> it's gonna be ridiculous what's gonna be <laughs> so so if, so if you do post these tiktoks uh can people just 
if yeah they'll find be able them to on TikTok or? yeah they'll be able to find they'll be able to find them um one of two places there will be some that are strictly for the zero day account um which there's a few different zero days on TikTok because why not um <laughs> let me see if i can find make sure that stays silent uh, zero day two seven five is the is the account specifically. Otherwise, there is um, the graveyard tapes. All all squished together. The graveyard tapes. Um, that's the other TikTok account, and that's where they're they're more likely to show up. <laughs> Interesting. I'm actually quite curious as to what your outfit would look like. So oh, I'll yeah, take pictures. That'd be cool. <laughs> There will be pictures. Of course, I'll take pictures. <laughs> there will be pictures. Um, there's actually a couple of videos uh, on those accounts right now with the zero day get up. So, okay. you know, it'd be interesting if you actually ran into someone that actually knows the character. Oh, I, I, I would love that. I would love that so much. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll just have to wait and see. But at this point, and it's it, a perfect place. And it's a perfect place for people that, you know, cosplay, you know, fantasy characters to be. Yeah. So that'd be good, a good experience for you. It is, it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm going with a friend of ours um, and her sister. And it's just, it's just going to be a lot of fun. We go, we go almost every year and it's just kind of. It's just kind of our thing to go with each other, so. Is this going to be your first time uh, going to the Renfest? Uh, not the first time. In garb, or? No. It's not my first time going in, in some kind of costume, and uh, also not the first time going since COVID. So. So. Yeah, is. I'm just excited. It'll it'll be my first time taking the zero day uh, get up out into a public space, and Edwin is super glad that he won't have to be there. <laughs> I will be. I'll probably be in a, a state park somewhere. So it's all good. Trying to <laughs> trying to not think about his wife dressing up as a tech pixie. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so Pam. You wanted to say what you're up to last. What what have you been well, up to? Well, the thing is, though, okay, so Edwin has gone to the state fair. You're going to the Renfest. I'm, I wish I could go to both this year, but um, me and my boyfriend decided to uh, just skip out on the local festivities and for a trip to Colorado. Ooh. Now, the main, oh. the main trip was for like this four day concert. Um, it's the fish concert spelled P. It's P H I S H. They're oh. a huge band in, in the jam jam band scenario. Yeah, there's um, takes me back to high school actually. <laughs> fish. Yep, uh, my boy my boyfriend is like a huge fish fan, and I'm like, I'm more of a casual fan, but. <laughs> And it was my first time going to Colorado. So we drove there. So it was like a 12 hour drive. 
12 hour drive and yep. um and i forget and i forget then uh colorado is in a different time zone so rocky mountain uh, high yeah and there's <laughs> a reason the why it, it, it's called what the mile high uh Denver's, state i think i thought it was like Denver 5, was the mile high city yeah it's about it's like plus or minus five thousand two hundred. It's like once once we got out of the car up. and tried to settle down on our hotel. Yep. I could feel it. Like I could feel, <laughs> feel the it. pressure in my chest, the lack of oxygen <laughs> that I was trying to breathe in. And I was like, this feels weird. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it reminds me it reminds me of like Dragon Ball Z when you know, Goku was in that chamber and he was training and yep. he kept on increasing the like gravity or whatever. Yep. And he like accidentally increased it to some absurd, like absurdly high amount. And then he was literally floored. Yeah. It was kind of like that. <laughs> Over exaggerated, but like. <laughs> I, I, I kind of felt my inner Goku coming out. <laughs> You know the thing about Denver to me, it it you're right. It feels weird, like it just even like the sun feels closer. <laughs> like every time, like yeah, if like yeah. the sky is so huge that the sun feels it, a little too close to for for my liking. You know, it it is literally closer. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> So, so yeah, just literally yes. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 besides, and not counting the concert, we did do you know other local stuff. We checked out this art immersive place called Meow Wolf. <laughs> oh, oh, I've heard yeah. of that. Oh, that was amazing. Really. That was really amazing, and that that would be very cool for Zero Day to go. <sighs> Zero Day would so be there. Zero Day would talk nonstop. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so we but, had fun with that, but the highlight of it was going to Red Rocks. Oh yeah! Like, immediately, immediately when we settled into the hotel, and I mentioned to my boyfriend, "Hey." I am feeling this. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go hiking? <laughs> so I was like, okay, on a stipulation that the trail should be like short. I don't want to go on like a five mile trail. And so he's like, okay, well, he found the easiest trail that we, that we could find on the internet. It's like a 1.5 trail mile trail. Um, uh, at, at Red Rocks. I'm like, yeah. okay. So, let's try that. Oh, just even the drive up, y it was up the mountain. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, we're getting high. Woo. <laughs> and so, and the scenery was beautiful. I mean, yeah. the rock formations, I mean, it is definitely a Red did Rock. You go, did you go into the amphitheater? With like the, those yeah, two big, I checked out the amphitheater. That yeah, was cool. Two big, huge, like, rock formations that like like sort of frame the amphitheater oh yeah matt 
uh, my boyfriend, my boyfriend, uh, Matt, he was like, yeah, next year I'm gonna take you here to see our other favorite band named Goose. I know. Goose? <laughs> these, these band names, I know. Um, but I'm like, I'm willing to want to try to see yeah. how the acoustics work yep. with the rock formation, because I heard that it's actually an excellent Place. It, it is. It is. It has that. It has that like that like subtle reverb thing that happens, and you know, like it's a it's a different sound in there. At least what I've heard. I'd love to hear a concert there just to experience it. You know, especially like during like like golden hour when they usually have it. You know, mm. when like the sun goes down and everything, and it's like. You know the whole entire vibe. It's excellent. No, well, that's good that yeah. they w- wait until sunset because yeah. we went there. It was ninety degrees. Oh yeah, it's zero cloud. <laughs> yeah, I got and there bur- was no cover. Yeah, it was all open. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is a bad idea. <laughs> like yeah. midway, like on the midway point, I was already, I was sweating. Um. I was trying to, uh, like, pace myself with water. And I was still struggling with the whole elevation. So I'm, like, huffing and puffing. No. And my boyfriend, who is a more seasonal, like, hiker. Yeah. He was fine. He was fine. It's like, of course he is. And I was like, can you just wait? (laughs) Okay, so I've met Matt a couple times. He's a rail. (laughs) <laughs> so I mean I mean sorry man I know you probably listen to this like yeah you're fit dude okay <laughs> like like I'm I I will freely admit that you're probably more fit than and the three of us right <laughs> and like the three of us so I I mean I I can see that I mean I probably he'd probably leave me like in the dust, in the dust like in any hiking <laughs> experience so well there was like we had like about like a point five like half a mile left and i was already like ready to call it quits like i'm sticking here underneath this tree go get a helicopter because <laughs> i am not moving and of course he's like you gotta move um and then i was like i remember actually when i i was complaining like is it normal for my face to feel numb? <laughs> and, and then he's like, no, but your as long as your legs are able to walk, you can finish this trail. And he was a very good cheerleader. Nice. And I was like, you know, I, it was funny in hindsight. <laughs> but in during the, the time, I was like, and I was like, if I'm going to survive this trail, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I can't imagine Pam's like, where's the button? Where's the Garmin button? Just press the button. Come on, just give me the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so and I think this is a great time to lead up to our oh. discussion topic. Yes, I'm gonna play this. That is the purpose of this meeting, ladies and gentlemen, for a nationwide campaign by you to demand by law such compulsory education. Compulsory, compulsory education. It is indeed. Matt and I were talking. Yep. And we were asking 
when does a walk become a hike? In other words, what's the difference between hiking and walking? Okay. So, in my... In my... Um, in my experience, right? And this is like scouting. Angela, <laughs> right? In when I when I was like involuntarily volunteered to <laughs> to be an assistant scoutmaster for for a Spanish what like a Spanish uh, troop essentially in Minneapolis. We went we there was hiking involved obviously, right? And there was a bunch of other activities and get merit badges here and there. Now, what I what I came to understand was that hiking involved like three things. One, nature, right? Two, um, elevation. Right? Three, mm-hmm. ruggedness. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, in, so in, uh, so the difference is walking is like, I'm going to go take a walk to the store using a paved, leveled, like, sidewalk or side of a street, you know? That's X amount of yards or feet or maybe like a mile away. Okay. Okay. So the keywords level, right? Paved, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, easy. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, you know, all that, right? When it comes yeah. to hiking, it's like going up and down you know, fairly, you know, moderate, you know, moderate to moderate, like level terrain, like moderate terrain. That's not like paved, but you're going to have some obstacles like rocks or grass or, or, you know, going up and down like hills, maybe having to jump over like a tree, you know, that fell, you know, and <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. And it's, you know, it's, uh, and it's like out in like very, very nature areas. Like, for instance, like a state park or a wilderness area or a preserve or that sort of thing. Yeah. Or right. in the middle of nowhere. In the middle of nowhere, right? <laughs> But I think I think more um, a walk is is generally like paved in some manner. It could be like a gravel pavement or whatever. But is is generally paved. Is generally a is generally slope free, and a hike is generally none of those. And also with a hike, you have the uh, you have the risk of encountering wildlife. <laughs> yes. Yes. And, and pigeon, pigeons do not count. Yes. Yes. <laughs> because 
I have ran in I've ran I've encountered wildlife in my in my hiking and some of it was oh crap to oh <laughs> right my favorite one was a skunk went right in front of me <laughs> that was that was uh, oh yeah. that, you're lucky you didn't get sprayed or did oh. you no but I mean it didn't <laughs> no. lift its tail up and start farting on me with a spray no <laughs> No. Uh, so. Skunks don't do that unless you've got them really scared. Yeah. So. And I wasn't about to scare the sucker. So. <laughs> yeah. I remember, like, on that Colorado trip, I usually at the like the beginning of the trail, you would normally see a map of the trail, and mm -hmm. then you know safety precaution tips or whatever. Yep. One of them was the whole, you may encounter rattlesnakes. Yep. If you hear them, make sure you like shuffle your feet to, you know, note your presence. Yep. And of course, don't approach them. Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a way, I was kind of disappointed that I didn't like hear or see any rattlesnake. I'm not. <laughs> it's not like I, I went actively looking for one. Yep. But it's the whole. I've never seen a rattlesnake. Like in reality, like yeah. in real life. Whatever you've seen do. it in TV, but it's like, oh, that's kind of, that would be kind of cool to see it. But of course, from a distance, I don't, I don't want to approach it. Yeah, yeah, whatever you do, don't go over there and pet it. Yeah, don't <laughs> not pet the wildlife. Yeah, don't. It. Yeah, whatever you do, don't pet the moose. But yeah, they don't pet the bear. Yeah, don't on, pet the buffalo. <laughs> do not leave the, on the. Do um, not leave the uh, marked paths. Yeah. On the uh, on the trail, uh, on the uh, like the sign thing, they also mentioned wear like shoes. Yeah. Like yeah, don't go hiking in sandals yep. or barefoot. Yeah. Although there was one couple yeah. that was hiking in bare feet. You know, that's like a. I'll tell you one thing. That is like some kind of trend that I think might need to die, but. It, I've heard it before where people sort of go barefoot because they feel it's more one with a path. It has something to do with, and I kid you not, and I don't, this is not me like lambasting, um, you know, like wellness and natural like homeopath, that sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. But there is something that I've heard and I've read and people tell me is that when you go barefoot, Barefoot on the land, right? There's a healing property to it, and I think it's to me. I, I I'm 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 not buying it, right? But that's just mm -hmm. me, right? No. So this is not like this is not like you know you know don't email me, right? This is you know you do you. It's fine, but there is something to it, and it's it's a trend. People do it. They take hikes. They take walks barefoot. And see, personally, personally, that is a thing that I would not recommend, especially not in the desert. Uh, for, no. For, First of all, it feels hot. Well, it's, that's not even the biggest thing. Yeah. Like out, out in the desert, in these national parks, um, you have the risk of encountering 
various venomous creatures. Like rattlesnakes. Well, and rattlesnakes. Are, well, rattlesnakes are the most obvious mm-hmm. ones. They are not the deadliest ones. No. In in the desert Scorpions. and in these in these uh, parks where you run the risk of encountering various wildlife, there are also uh, various venomous spiders, such as tarantulas, black widows, yeah. brown recluse, Ooh. hobo spiders, Ooh. and those those are very very dangerous to get bitten by, especially if you don't even know you got bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be pressing yeah. that Garmin like emergency button real quick. Yeah. So, and those ones <laughs> with with any if there's any leaf litter or any any dry foliage littering the ground, you're not going to see them until no. un, until yeah. it's too late. If if you see them at all, you're you're just going to randomly feel that little pinch. Oh, did I mention scorpions? Scorpions are a thing, and yeah, the smaller scorpions. ones are more venomous. Yeah, scorpions. Yeah, the, the smaller yeah. the scorpion, the the d- more dangerous it, it yeah. is. Yeah, and those so, are not the well, fluffy spe- stuff that'll kill you either. Yeah. Well, especially especially if you go hiking barefoot, even in Minnesota, you have to be uh, careful of poison ivy. Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, because that's not fun. It, yeah, I, and I, to be. And to be fair, like, kudos to the couple that was hiking uh, barefoot. But I did note their, their, of their discomfort in their faces. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I no. guess that's the one thing, to, uh, that's a decision factor, too. Like, that, uh, the difference between hiking versus walking. If, if, it, if hiking boots are needed to make your experience more pleasant most yep. likely it's gonna be hiking yep yeah. and um, oh trust me when you have hiking boots right i always tell people this when they're hiking first time right do not break your hiking boots in when you're hiking oh, you're, you're, don't you will cry you will cry <laughs> <laughs> go wear them out out and about first and like wear them to the mall or wear them to work or whatever yeah. wear so, them on walks yeah wear them on walks on walks yeah <laughs> so you know it's kind of funny to talk about poison ivy one of the last few hikes i did i went out to wild river state park here in minnesota and there was like a like a interpretive nature program that was going on of mm-hmm. school kids and they were like teenagers they were either teenagers or like you know like Close high schoolers to. yeah like high schoolers and one and they like to veer off the trail and here's the thing people right stay on the trail. stay on the trails <laughs> okay just stay on yeah. the trails right unless you have like a really good reason why you need to go off the trails right you know a really good reason this wasn't a good reason Okay. Like, like if a bear stole your EpiPen, then or you might something. need to go off the trail. Yeah, something. But this one person, first of all, they were wearing shorts. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you're going, if you're gonna be wearing shorts while you're hiking, just stay on the trail. Do yourself a favor yes. and stay on the trail. Okay. They went off the trail 
And this was like during I was like sitting there on the one of the outlook sort of like overlooks right on the on the trail, and here comes a group of people with their with their guide. I can only imagine the guide and this this gal just started running and she was itching. She was just itching her legs, like Ooh. in a very it looked very painful and looked very uncomfortable, right? And she was like, "It's like, yeah, I went off the trail, and gosh, I think I just hit some poison ivy or something." You know, like she was just itching, like she just could not stop itching. Oof! And I'm just sitting there, like, "Oh yeah, my god!" That gosh. poison ivy's all over your hands. Yeah, so. you're you're not you're yeah, not all over your hands and everything yeah. else. Like you're yeah. gonna like, like someone needs to face. yeah, like someone needs to get you some hydrocortisone or something or a tetanus shot or yeah, something, <laughs> right? Because and. This was, here's the thing. They were still about, I don't know, like two and a half miles away from from where they started. So she still had a long way to go. Oh my. To, <laughs> to, to, oh. Uh, to go back. And it was a hike. It was a bonafide hike. So, you know, she, and it was just like oh my gosh like first of all who's the person who's guiding you because they need to like get some <laughs> they need to you know like you know let's take you over to a meeting room and like talk about what happened type stuff right <laughs> and because like they shouldn't have been veering off the trail because when i was when i was hiking it i could see there was like poison ivy and poison oak everywhere right they just they just grow, you know, under the canopy. So it was kind of like, and, you know, and it's very easy to overlook them. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they look like they look like weeds, but eh. <laughs> yeah, it's just it was just one of those things where just stay on the freaking trail, just do it. Another reason for staying on the trail, and this yeah. this is one that's kind of like it, this one is important to me. A lot of these state parks national parks there are uh endangered or protected uh plant species insects small furry animals and and if you leave the trail you're putting a scar in that land you're damaging the plants yeah. that live there so you're mm -hmm. you're potentially damaging endangered species threatened species yeah and like yeah so yeah, and there, it's a chance for pollinators and wildlife to actually grow, you know. And they tend to die when people when people overran them, you know, with their feet yeah. and stuff like that. So it is a, it was quite interesting to me that a lot of like even like the state parks, you know, they literally like put rope and and fent like barriers up because they know people yeah. are gonna trample all over it, and they will put big signs that says stay on the trail stay on the path and all this other stuff yeah so it's something um but yeah and i know we got a little off i know we got a little off track yeah. on that but yes basically uh hike versus walk challenging versus easy nature versus city wildlife Elevation. versus pigeons <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, transforming elevation yeah. and terrain versus yeah, flat, flat, <laughs> smooth. What was your what was that thing you said one time? It was 
If we can take ballet slip-ons. If you can take, if you can do, if you can do it with with basically ballet flats, which are you know for guys who don't know women's fashion, they are very thin-soled, thin material. Zero support. No, yeah, no arch support at all. <laughs> Flat women's shoes. They are very basic. They just cover your feet and put a thin layer of material between your feet and the ground. If you can do a trail or a path with those on without any problem. You're walking. It's a walk. <laughs> it's a walk. <laughs> That's what it is. Pretty much. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Safe walking, everyone. <laughs> yeah, safe walking. And, yeah. If you if you do go on a hike, safe hiking. Stay on the trails. Do not pet the fluffy cows. Yeah, do not pet the fluffy cows. Do not take selfies and with the fluffy cows. And be kind to your feet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Anyway. So I do want to hit one thing, though. Uh, the barefoot trend, it is better for your feet, specifically your toes and your toe spread, to go barefoot. A lot of shoes uh, constrict the toes, and that is not healthy for them. So there are shoes that are designed to let your toes spread as if you are barefoot yeah. and keep them keep your feet mm. generally yeah. flat like they are barefoot, but they have more support than being barefoot and it is not actually Protection. being barefoot. There, there is nothing healing about getting a sharp rock to the bottom of your foot. Just right. leaving that there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Those shoes. Well, those I got shoes some do news. look weird a bit, but I, I understand that. Yeah. It's well, some of some of the cutest ones, style. some of the cutest barefoot shoes I've seen, are actually um, they're styled like Mary Janes, or some of them are styled like ballet flats. Oh. They're just a little wider in the toes to let your toes spread. Oh. Out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cute. Yeah. They. There are some very nice looking barefoot shoes. Nice. So <laughs> they exist and they're cute. Yeah. Just so get saying. out, Go. get out to nature, everyone. Yay, nature! Don't Go just... search the interwebs for kiss. For oh, shoes. and it's fall, so it's a very good time to go out oh, hiking because yes. it's it's almost fall, and I plan on going hiking because it is absolutely beautiful around this time. Yes. It yes. Is. So I got some news. All right. Do you want to hear them? Give us some news. Sweet. Sure. You can just picture the presses. Okay, so a couple of things, and this just came out maybe yesterday. Um, first of all, Let's talk about Baldur's Gate 3, because we are, you know, part of it, we are, we're a bunch of D&D &D nerds, right? We're nerds. So, geeks. Yeah, geeks, nerds. Geek dorks. So here's the thing. So Baldur's Gate 3 um, is probably what, if it doesn't get Game of the Year, I'm going to be really, really ticked off. Number two, <laughs> okay, Starfield has nothing on Baldur's Gate 3. Number three, <laughs> okay. It came out. It came out for the PS Five. Okay. We finally have one. Yeah, and we finally have a PS Five, because I'm not about to go and gaga over at uh, 
over at a GameStop and wait in line to get the latest <laughs> console for the sake of getting the latest console. Yes, I am talking to those people who do that, but anyways. That's just not our thing. Yeah, just not my thing. <laughs> um, so it came out with the, for the PS5, but apparently it's a pretty complicated game to play on the PS5. It's a little bit more involved, mainly because if anybody's played, you know, if, if you play, I'm sure everybody who's listening to me right now has probably played PS, um, Baldur's Gate 3. It's very much a keyboard and mouse game, right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. and you're playing with a controller on a PS5. So, it's a little bit more involved. You really have to think about what you're doing. And according to this article from, eh, try to get it, from The Verge, um. People are finding that, but it's still pretty, it's still a very good, enjoyable experiment to play. But just, just to be warned, it is, it's a little bit more complicated. It says here that, um, the, well, one of the first grievances that this article has is that playing, you know, you naturally sit further away from the game screen, right? So instead of like being in, in front of your computer screen, mm-hmm. where you can see everything. You're sitting away, which for me, I sometimes like to play on the couch, mm-hmm. right, and be very comfortable instead of on a you know on an office chair. Mm-hmm. But things start to be a little bit more smaller than yep. than things. So it's like it's a little hard to see certain things in the game. Mm-hmm. And this guy like apparently ended up selling like half his inventory, including his clothes and, and his. By accident? Yeah. And his character ended up being <laughs> naked. So, <laughs> so just be careful, right? Um, but in the end, and then the discovery scheme is a little different on the, on the PS5. So, in, you know, here's a quote, you know, since you're primarily using your joysticks to move, you don't have a cursor by default to scan an area with so there's a way to enable a cursor mode on the psi but even then it's hard this person found it hard to directly select items you wanted to investigate so you sort of have to rely on your parties like um perception perception, you know like to to find things in the in the room so (laughs) it's kind of it's 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 a different experience, but nevertheless, it's enjoyable. I I mean, I want to play. I want to. I think I'm probably gonna get Baldur's Gate three on the PS five because Angela has been. I've been hogging the Steam account. Hogging the Steam account for the PS um, for the <laughs> Baldur's Gate three. So, and it would be a good way for us to play together anyway, right? Because it is cross platform and cross save, which is That's exciting good. to me. Because that is very exciting. That is, it's very unique that way. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, so if you want to read this article, it's The Verge. It is by uh, Ash Parrish. And it was released back, uh, actually, it was released today, <laughs> this morning. So, September 13th, 2023. So, and it's still a beautiful game. 
and gosh it's just one of those games that if it doesn't win game of the year i'm just gonna be like there is no credibility to whoever is making the game of the year because starfield has <laughs> nothing on this okay for those of you who are playing starfield there there are some weird decisions that were made in the game but you know yeah. every game has those weird decisions that happen yeah. But anyway, so that's so that's that. And I found out too, and this came up from my thread, is that guess who's trying to make a game that is like Baldur's Gate 3? Who is trying to make a game like Baldur's Gate 3? Um, if I can pull it up here. Um, so this was coming from... <clears throat> um, Videogames.si.com. And apparently, let me put you this way. Angela, remember that game we were playing back when we first got married that involved like little pieces and big boards and rulers and tons of dice? Oh, you mean Warhammer? Yeah. Warhammer 40k. Yeah, remember that? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so apparently they're making a video game Uh, that's based on the way you play Warhammer uh, 40k. Uh, see, there are video games existing like that, but yes. are they, are they talking like a character or like based on it how? Like how you would play Warhammer 40k with like turn base. So turn base and rather than than the then you know like sort of like the real time strategy or to rather real time strategy. So turns like, not like Dawn of War. Uh, yeah, remember Dawn of War. I don't know if I played that one, but I'm 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 picturing like, um, um, oh, what is it? Like, um, oh, what is it? Last Frontier versus Civilization, right? Yeah, it's like that. Yeah. So, to me, so there's a game company out there who is making Warhammer 40k Rogue Trader. And it's in the early access phase right now. And it's coming out of a developer developer called Owlcat. And they're sort of playing on to the successful launch of Baldur's Gate 3. And it's sort of opening up this whole entire genre now where they're creating these like tabletop games into video games. Which is really kind of funny. And in its own way, a little ironic. Yeah. Like... (laughs) <laughs> like all these video games like got made and then people were like oh we want a, we want a tabletop game based on these on these uh these uh video game properties or oh we don't want anything on our video games that's connected to to tabletop games like we want action only oh the turn-based system just sucks and now everybody's like but turn-based system what if it were turn-based <laughs> it is a little ironic yes yeah, like, <laughs> Final yeah. Fantasy, like people were for years harping on final fantasy like for being turn-based for so long they were turn-based and then people were like oh, i hate that it's turn-based and so final fantasy finally you know goes like goes active real, active action yeah active time yeah real active time battle, action yeah yeah and and now suddenly everybody's like but what if it were turn-based 
you know the thing is, is that <laughs> to me there's there's a very to me there's something special about the way that Baldur's Gate 3 plays where yes it's a little faster than if you would like be like on the table and everybody's like trying, trying to like roll their turns and stuff like that and trying to figure out what they're gonna do and you know and like an encounter could last as long as long as like two hours to but four partly hours because you're waiting for the wizard to, to pick his spell <laughs> yeah pick a spell and all this other stuff right where Baldur's Gate 3 is it's still having you roll for your your uh you know like pick your pick your thing and see if you miss or you hit and all that stuff and and it's like a and it'll show you like if it's a 1d8 damage and it'll roll the 1d8 and choose that you know that how much damage you're gonna make uh towards whatever whoever you're hitting there's something really special about that where it sort of like slows you down right and you're sort of like strategizing as you go where mm-hmm. as like if you're playing like real-time strat like real-time like action like i'm playing final fantasy 16 right now right because Angela's playing Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm playing Final Fantasy 16 and it's real time. Like real time action, like uh, combat, right? I'm finding myself just pushing buttons most of the time. Right? You know how you're like, yep. how you play sort of like. Street Fighter or more combat where button you know you're, yeah you button masher. I kind of feel like I'm button mashing Final Fantasy 16. And whereas when I'm playing Baldur's Gate 3, I'm really thinking about what I'm doing. I'm really thinking about my strategy because you only have so many turns, and you're seeing like your entire like the entire initiative on the top. And you're seeing like people like how much hit points they already uh, have already like exhausted. Yeah, like <laughs> so, oh crap, so and so is going to die. Yeah, so you're really thinking about it, and so I do appreciate that. Um, so yes. <laughs> but what if we're t- what if it were turn based? What if it were turn based? <laughs> Anyways, I can't wait for 40 ha- uh, Warhammer 40k is an initial uh, initial phase right now, and they're they're developing it. So the early phase, uh, I might actually beta this and get like an early access. Go for it. I'm sure it's on Steam. So if you do, let us know how it goes. Yeah. So you guys want to talk about food? I do. Yes. Yes. But regardless of the style or type of restaurant. They all have one thing in common, and that is the serving of food. It's still fresh, but I'll take only what I need. They've got to last. Meanwhile, I'm unstitching stuff. I left my notebook in the other room. <gasps> Uh-oh. We're going to pause. Three, two, one. Angela just got her notebook back. Yay! Yay! Notebook. Yay! Because I write things down, and yes. I was... I, I had my meds last night when we had our ice cream. <laughs> we had our ice cream. I had my meds. We had ice cream. Yes. It was. I was able to take notes that made sense. Yes. So. So. We where did we go? 
we went we went to Nelson's ice cream yes, in Saint Paul. I yes. didn't take note of that the street. That is correct. We were, it was on it was on Snelling. Randolph and Snelling. It was near Randolph and Snelling. The only reason why I know that is because the building it occupied used to be a photography studio <laughs> or a photography. Mr. Shop. Photographer. Yeah, which I've been to. Anyways, <laughs> all right. So, the ice cream that we got, we got. Apparently, it's called child size. And <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah. Let's just get uh, it out of the way. It was not child size. I, it was only child size priced. Yeah, I I think they might have been trying to get rid of their their ice cream for the day, just which or, is fine. I don't know why they would do that, but whatever. Well, if, it's plus to me. Well, if <laughs> if they've got if they need to make room for fresh ice cream coming in the next day, maybe. So maybe. Anyway, so uh. We saw on the sign that uh, any size, you can pick up to two flavors for any size, and a triple scoop, which would have been massive, you can pick three flavors. Um, so Pam was all about the Java chunk. Uh, every time I go to a ice cream place, if they have anything like coffee flavored, I always go for it. <laughs> it's just, it's just, all the flavors just don't even register in my mind. It's like that. Yep. I'm having that. Yep. They even said, are you sure you don't want another one? Nope. Just that. Please. Thank you. I did ask for a single. <laughs> I was given like three scoops and these are healthy <laughs> scoops. They are not. Small I was like, scoops. I don't think they were healthy, no, but they were big. <laughs> I even asked for it on like a, a cone, a cake cone. Uh, that was a mistake, right? Well, the, well, <laughs> it actually held its shape. Did it? Uh, it yeah, hers, yeah, hers it, did. You. Mine wasn't. Well, uh, your. <laughs> you also had me to wait for, so. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and and then they charged me for the child size. <laughs> and. <laughs> so I was like, I I'm so confused. But it's okay. I was handed the ice cream. <laughs> and my brain was like, okay. <laughs> hey, whatever. <laughs> you know. Yeah, ice cream is ice cream is ice cream. Yeah, and what did you guys do? You guys actually did uh We did do get yes. two flavors. Now yeah. one of the things that you that you said before you got your Java chunk was you said one of you needs to get the Superman flavor. Yeah. Well, it's something geeky. So I was yeah. like, if someone had to get someone. it. So Edwin got that one along with one called Spumoni. Now the Superman Spumoni. was was a few different fruit flavors. Do you remember which different fruits they were? It had? was raspberry, cherry, and blueberry. Uh yeah, there was a blue. Yeah. Yeah. Blueberry. <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, when you go there, right, it gives you steps. There's an instruction on the board. Okay. So one of them is one, pick your size, child, single, double, triple. Okay. Mm -hmm. Instructions number two, pick your flavor. No, pick your, pick your pick vessel, 
or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you could get a cone. cake cone, which is like you know, like you know, like a like a cake something that you would, like those joy cones. Yeah, joy cones. One was a waffle cone, and then one was a cup. Okay, so pick your pick your vessel. Pick two flavors. And then instruction number three was pick your two flavors, right? So any any uh, size you can get two flavors. So in my head, I was like, how are they going to get two flavors out of a child size or a single? Like I don't understand this, right? <laughs> <laughs> so- Were you guys watching? <laughs> the lady that was no serving me no because i was too busy trying to figure out the instructions the java (laughs) chunk was close to the end they had to pull it from behind like another tub and i thought i was like oh it's for the next customer no it was for you (laughs) yeah and they only they got like one and a half scoops on it and i was like okay awesome i'm good they kept no, going. it kept on piling it, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I was like, uh, guys, guys, uh, you might want to. Uh... <laughs> I was not paying attention because I was still trying to figure out how they're gonna do this. I was just, I but was just baffled. Were, but you were smart enough to have it on a cu- in a cup. Well, no, 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 no. But what happened was, uh, hold it, up, you know, put put a pin on that. It because, started, it okay. started toppling over, so yeah, he asked put, for a cup to go yeah, on so it. Put, put a pin on. So what happened was that <laughs> I was like, I like the mufo. What was that, spumoni? Because I like anything with pistachios on it. Yeah, that one right? had like almond uh, pistachios. Almonds and pistachios and a bunch of stuff. It was it was, it was excellent. I I love that kind of flavor. But then I also wanted to get the Superman because you were telling me they, telling one of us how to get a Superman. So I gra- I got the Superman. Those were my two flavors. And then I was like, so I was really intrigued. How are they going to put two flavors on a single? Because I asked for a single, right? So mm-hmm. she just grabs the the, the paddle thing, right? <laughs> the scoop thing. It starts like piling on the spumoni, right? And I was like, oh, I also wanted a Superman. So I don't know, like. I also want the Superman. I was telling her I also want the Superman. Oh yeah, I know. Keep going. <laughs> going, and then she goes over to the other one and starts piling on the Superman on top of that. By the time she was done, it was starting to topple over, and it was starting to leak on the sides too. It was yeah, like so it, was, it was it was starting to bleed. Yeah. So here I am, just like, could could, could we get a cup to put yeah. on? Just dump that upside down. Yeah. Like, so yeah, I was like, yeah. I need a cup. And then you know what? The cup did not fit the topple. The thing. It's <laughs> oh, it, wow. it, it wasn't fitting in the thing. So it was like spilling over. So I'm sitting there like with two hands, one with a cone and one with a cup. And I'm sitting there like 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 licking the sides of it, <laughs> trying to fit it in. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm like spilling all over, and I'm sitting there. I was like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, okay, I'm gonna leave it there. And I was like trying to find you, where the heck you were. And then the lady was like, like, oh, what did you get, right? Oh, I got a, I got a single, and I'm also, I was pointing at Angela. I'm getting her too, right? And then here's a here's another lady who comes over and says, "Oh no, that's actually a child size." I'm like what? <laughs> <laughs> like really? I was like, "Yeah, it's, we it's it's actually smaller than what we usually do." I was like, and I'm sitting there in my head, I'm like, "What the heck is your triple?" <laughs> like, 
I was like a truckload. Like, yeah, it's like, are you just gonna give me the, like, give a me tub. the container? <laughs> you know, like the actual tub. Like, I'm not. I was so confused on the whole thing, where I was about to like, I wonder what a triple. I was like, I was sitting there thinking in my head, I was like, maybe I should get a triple and see what happens. <laughs> just, you know, just just out of curiosity, I'm willing to spend the 750 for a triple just for the curiosity. Bring my advice to you, Evan. When you do that, bring a cooler. <laughs> yeah, and Angela was Angela was was like wondering if we did bring our our freezer, our our, the our cooler. Yeah, our portable freezer cooler thingy. You, you know? did not. I didn't, and I didn't. How was I supposed to know that it was just gonna like freaking topple over? No like, one knew. Nobody knew. Okay, <laughs> nobody knew. Hey Angela, yes. what flavors did you get? I I got the coconut joy and white chocolate raspberry. That white chocolate raspberry was very pretty, actually. Oh, it it was so pretty. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, okay, one of the things that I particularly liked uh, about the ice cream that I got. Uh, the the uh, coconut joy actually had chunks of toasted coconut in it. Oh, like mm. almond, like an almond joy. Yeah, I think there were. Yeah. I think there was. I think there were bits of almond in it as well, but I can't be sure because I'm not looking at the menu. But yeah, I think I think there were bits of of almond in it. Uh, and then the. The white chocolate raspberry had the ribbons of the raspberry instead of a straight-up raspberry flavoring. Nice. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, the, the raspberry was in, in ribbons, and there were chunks of, uh, like, raspberry chocolates. So, oh. it, it was it was good. I enjoyed it very thoroughly. Yeah. I uh, do, do want to... I don't think I gave a description of what exactly the Java chunk was. So it's basically Java coffee flavored ice cream with big chunks of chocolate. And I think it was dark chocolate. Hmm. Cause that sounds good. And as much as, you know, I felt bad for you guys because when we sat down, <laughs> there were puddles. <laughs> puddles on the table. I like a little on the floor or whatever. My item was bleeding everywhere so it was <laughs> it was and and here i was just licking mine <laughs> i was actually surprised that i mine wasn't as runny as yours because you only got one flavor <laughs> i think it had something to do with Is the that two the flavors reason why i think so because they had to figure out how to topple more stuff on top of it you know like i'm i am i'm 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 firmly believe just because we bought we got two different flavors you know it's it's just either because I think someone you had a different server than we did. Yeah, there were like so, three ladies working yeah, behind the counter. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was an experience. Um, I don't exactly know what was in this pomelo. Only I had pistachio, because when I when we were there, I think everybody had... had like a nice label to them, you know, like what they were. But the Spumoni was like handwritten with a with a big pen, <laughs> so 
it was kind of like I don't know what's in it. All I saw was like they scribbled pistachio on the bottom of it. Oh. <laughs> so I knew there was pistachio. I was like, ooh, I'll take that. So. <laughs> so they so Nelson does uh, advertise that they have over fifty flavors. Yeah. Um. So they have a healthy variety of it. Um. What did I don't think? Would you say? That their ice cream is not as rich. It's um, not as sugary as I thought it would be. Yeah, it's not as go. sweet. Okay. Yeah. So, a, a lot of ice cream places that boast how many flavors they they have, they yeah they have a lot of flavors, but the ice cream is also incredibly sugary and and uh, yeah and um. I felt like there was more air in this one. Hmm. I can agree with that. Yeah. Because I'm actually surprised that even though it's like three huge scoops, I was still able to like finish all of yeah. it without feeling like remorse. Like, <laughs> yeah, or what Angela would, would call the glicks. I do call or, it the glicks. Or that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like where you just like can't take any more of it because yeah, it's just way too rich. And it's the sensation of getting the glicks is like, like while you're eating. It, it just feels like your your mouth and throat are coated in the sugar and you yeah. go to you go to eat one more bite and it's like you feel yourself physically go <laughs> yeah like yeah it's yeah. kind of that <laughs> I, I understand that yeah yeah that's like, a nice noise <laughs> yeah it that is the glicks yeah and, and which I can see why now they just pile it on you know and they can like because it's the show. I feel like they're doing the show. It's, mm. dude, I was I was commenting on this like if I was a kid, right? Like say I was like I was like a first grader, right? And we're going to an ice cream shop. Yay, we're gonna go to Nelson's, you know, and I'm there and the little Yay, kid little kid Edwin comes over and then and then I want oh, I want this two flavors, this and this, right? And I was just gonna you know, okay, you can only have the child one. You know, you should get a small one. And, the, you know, and the, whoever was with me had no idea what the heck that was. Right? And the server just kept piling and piling and piling. <laughs> I could see my freaking face just, like, lighten up like a big Christmas tree. And just going, you know, like this big, oh, yeah. you the know. Just, moment. Yeah. And just amazed at how big it is. And, you know. I'd be in heaven, and I—I I think that's what they're going for. I'm glad. I'm kind of <laughs> glad that we did go to this place because when we arrived there, there were, there were people there. Yeah. There were families there. Yep. They were gathered. They just hung out outside and inside, and I felt like this is a well-loved, yeah, like neighborhood hotspot. Mm-hmm. Which would further further the idea that yes their ice cream is really good mm -hmm. um their the inside of it was very like timely let's let's say oh yeah it looked like an ice cream parlor yeah it was it wasn't very cool <laughs> yeah you liked the it was cute. what was it the bike the super oh cub. my gosh they had like an old like super cub <laughs> that's just, like on the wall like a full-size super cub on the wall I don't know why it's on the wall, but it was there, you know, and it looked like it wasn't working anymore because like it had no cylinder head. 
you know. Yeah. So I knew it wasn't working, but it just it was cool to see. It looked like it was like an old delivery bike, like an old milk yeah, delivery it had a, bike. It had ba- like what two baskets yeah, on the in the rear? back. So yeah. So it was really cool. It was a cool place. Um, I enjoyed it. I, for me, I wouldn't go out of my way to go to it, you know. Mm-hmm. But if I was in the neighborhood and I knew it was there, I'd be like, "Hey, let's go over here." I definitely would go, you know. I, so some some other notes that we made about uh, the the ice cream itself, uh, we did note that it was not overly sugared. Uh, the flavors tasted pretty natural. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the fat content of the ice cream had to be decent because it was some very smooth ice cream. And for Pam, it her her ice cream kept its shape very nicely. Um, and we did note that there were some gluten free flavors. Oh as yeah, well. there were gluten free. Yeah. So that's a plus. Anybody who's, who's celiac. Um, yeah. We also made note, we were talking that there are only two locations. It's pretty mom and pop. Um, the first location is in Stillwater, and the second one is... It's where we went to, yeah. which is in St. Paul. We're in St. Paul, yep. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, probably also family-owned. Yeah. So pretty dang local. Uh, I also wrote down the... The scores that we gave it on the roll of the 20, um, Edwin and Pam, you both agreed that it would be a 15 on your on your uh, yep. dessert check. Yep. Yes. Uh, and I gave it a 16, but okay. I, I'm a sucker for ice cream. So. Yeah. <laughs> so if we're in the area, we would definitely go again. Yeah. Uh, we would not make a special trip again, just because there are a lot of real special ice cream places all yeah. over the place. I mean, there was one near us. There is. Yeah, there's one near us that's absolutely wonderful, you know? So, but if we were in, again, if we were in the neighborhood and we felt like eating ice cream. That's where we would go. Stone Cold, Cold Stone, Dairy Queen, or Nelson's. Nelson's. Let's go Nelson's. <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. Yeah. We, we were happy with our visit. I was gonna say, well, because <laughs> I like, I personally like Cold Stone, but what sold me for Nelson's was the price. Yes. I'm sorry. A child, child size. How much was it? Like 550? Uh, yeah, it was 550. And it was huge. I'm sorry. You can't really that's beat that. That's bang for your buck. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. There's a lot of value in that. Um, yeah, so there's that. Anything else we want to say about Nelson's? So, uh, for if you're in you're in town, go check it out. I think you'd be pleasantly surprised on the size and the value. <laughs> it, it, it's good ice cream, so yeah, yeah. If you happen to be there, definitely check it out. Uh, we enjoyed it. Uh, what's our restaurant for next time? So, we did do a roll. We did do a roll, and we are headed to the Finnish 
Bistro. Because we rolled a D100 and it turned out to be 58, which landed on the Finnish Bistro. So we're on our way back to St. Paul. Paul. (laughs) (laughs) With Pam's face going (laughs) again, again, again. Again. It just seems like St. Paul is like the hot spot this year for our podcast. A lot of good. You know, here's the thing. I feel like a lot of the good restaurants are on the St. Paul side. <laughs> so, I mean, there might be a I mean, thing. Personally, that. I don't have anything against the city. It's just the whole, for both of us, or for all of us, we need to drive through the city. <laughs> to get to it. And we have to, to get park to in the city. And yeah. the park. Oh, the park. That's true. That's true. We do have Minneapolis restaurants. I mean, we've got we've got a bunch of Minneapolis restaurants and other like out, like outlying suburb restaurants too. So yeah. we just happen to land on the Finnish bistro. <laughs> so <laughs> nervous laughter. Anyways, it'll be our next uh, thing. Uh, Angela and I have been here before, and so it'll be um, um, it'll be our second trip. That'll be my first. Yay! (laughs) So. Alright. What's next? We have a quick story. Alright. We haven't had one of these in a while. We have not. Now we present the hilarious story of their further adventures. Today's story, we're going to actually look into a new group that started up. A group of students learning to going to a school to learn a little bit about their connections to the magic of the world around them. They're going to Strixhaven, which is the school of magic and wizardry and wonder in all the worlds of Dungeons and Dragons, whether it be Theros, Faerun, Eberron, or any of the numerous countless worlds connected to the game. Some students may not know where they're at. Some students may not realize that the other students aren't exactly from the same place as them. We have in our group of students, Pagud, the Gold Dragonborn. We also have Lilith, a Dampir, who is a ranger. We have Heek, who is totally a human and a sorcerer and Andromeda the fire genasi druid who wants to grow flowers they all have their unique qualities and all of them found themselves scouted out by some of the faculty of Strixhaven and extended an opportunity to attend They're going about their introduction to the campus and their orientation. And I I won't go into much of the orientation because this this part is in the book and I don't want to spoil it for any players going into the campaign. But there was an incident outside of that that seems to have started uniting the students. There was one particularly wealthy looking student 
who had a bad attitude. They had all managed to find their way to ca the cafe, and this bad student, he was, he was being a bit of a Karen, a Chad, whatever you want to call him. He was, he was sticking his nose up at the people around him. Like, you're not wealthy. How can you afford to be a student here? You do not have the obvious trappings of a wizard. How do you expect to learn magic if you're not already learning magic? You know, that kind of attitude. He got to his, he got to the front of the line at the cafe and he looked down his nose at the gnome behind the counter and scoffed at her and her lacking help. She was the only one working the cafe. All the, all the new students were there. She was the only one there to, to serve the other students. Well, with the help of Heek and Pagud's intimidating stature, this student found himself basically um, on the floor. Knocked out. There may have been a mind spike. There may have been a punch to the face. Who can say? Certainly nobody seems to recall anything about it. Such a shame. For all they knew, the student could have simply fallen on his own face. Well, that same student, after a very exciting scavenger hunt that went awry, that same student was later being marched from the medics hall to the main thoroughfare and further down the main road. Only there was an awful lot of security. There were, there were little automatons at the ceiling watching for anything unusual. There were staff lining the street to keep an eye on the procession of this student who had been expelled before classes even started. And the teachers didn't seem too surprised, but there was an attempt to release this student, an attempt to essentially keep that student on campus in spite of his expulsion. Fortunately, our new students were able to thwart this attempt and the student was removed from campus successfully. But the staff seem to believe that there will be further attempts to assist other bad players among the student's body. Things are afoot. Who knows where they'll go. Okay, let me... Oh. <laughs> I like my character in this one. I actually enjoy playing my character in this one, okay? Because I tried to make the most unique character that that's just completely off off left field. Off, so, out of left field to, is definitely to, a word for it. To the point where Jess's character... And I think probably Jess as well is just making fun of my character. <laughs> the way oh, I made you, it. you got... It. <laughs> so... 
Is is the players making fun of your character? I think it's the players are making fun of my character. <laughs> You're dragonborn. It's unique. Your dragonborn is by choice a <laughs> vegan and gluten free. Okay, look. He is a dragonborn. He's a barbarian. He is a barbarian. He's got rage he issues. He has rage issues. <laughs> he has past issues. He's he is having he's his parents are telling you know, he's he's literally like sort of in the G on the GI Bill equivalency to the school. And he's on a gluten free, vegan plant based Diet because it helps his rage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Only the gnome okay. lunch. Wow. The gnome lunch lady is pointing out that his he goes like his his lineage is is predominantly a uh, carnivorous species. So the gluten free, yeah, that does kind of make sense. But goodness, good goodness gracious, he needs some meat based proteins in he, his diet. He he walks. In the fields, in the woods, for calm and peace, he meditates. <laughs> okay, he's <laughs> trying to read poetry. He reads poetry. <laughs> oh wow! Okay, and he he's he, he's is, trying to control his anger. Is is he? Does he have like a like? Tight pants and goes to Starbucks. Mm, I don't think. No. The, I don't think the campus, the cafe, counts as a Starbucks. <laughs> he's he's just trying to. He, he's trying to better himself. He's trying to better himself. He is. He is being mindful. He's basically. He's. I just. He's, he reads him. Deepak Chopra equivalencies. Oh, like I envision like a hipster hippie. <laughs> I guess you could say he's he's uh he's got he's he's going through some issues. It's fine, you know. He looks it's, for he looks for like he looks it. for like plant based. Like... He's having a little bit of a tough time trying to find selections in the cafeteria. Yes, the, but <laughs> the, the gnome cafeteria lady is practically adopting him to make sure that his nutrition is at at you know the peak of where it can be in spite of his lacking meat. <laughs> He's looking for the tofu beet you know, impossible burger equivalencies. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Wow. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, so. I like making characters that are so left field. It's fun. <laughs> Yeah, so well, you can. That's the point. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're getting used to these characters and looking forward to what happens with them. Uh, they have their various uh, secrets. That I'm, I'm trying not to give spoilers on those yet until the characters reveal it to each other. Because, um, you know, sometimes the wait is worth it. Yes. I think that's it for our for a show that is it for our show yeah so thanks again everybody for joining us we're happy that you stuck around uh and we're happy that you came back we're 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 just thrilled that 
we have a show still. Yes. <laughs> but again, thanks for listening. My name is Angela. You can find me on the Twitterverse at Pleasant Doom. And you can now find me also on Blue Sky. Yeah, she still has to give me a code. I, I still gotta get yeah, I still gotta get codes, but but I now have a blue sky. You can find me at Pleasant Pleasant Doom is my blue sky user. Uh, so you can find me there. My name is Pam. Um, you can kind of find me on X. Oh, that's what it's called. I forgot it was called that. <laughs> yeah, on X. Um, I'm, I'm really on there sparingly. Um, you can find me on my handle at PandacatDragon1. Um, I'm on Instagram at PandacatDragon. I'm also uh, behind the Facebook page of Legend Creators. And you can find me at DIY Edwin and Instagram, where I try to post as much as I can. And you can also find me. Oh, no, you can't find me because Angela hasn't gotten me a, <laughs> a Blue Sky uh, code yet. <laughs> Feeling a little jelly, but that's okay. It's fine. It's fine. You can also find us. Uh, oh, you can also email us at dungeondiners at gmail.com. That's dungeondiners at gmail.com. And if you haven't already, please like, like and subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Comment, subscribe, all that fun junk. Um, and uh, if you are so willing, um, you know, give us a holler. If you share our, share our podcast to your friends, if they are interested in the things that we were talking about, uh, please do so. Um, we're always wanting to see more listener, our listener numbers up because that's the game. So, um, yeah, so, yes. Anyway, thanks thanks again, everybody, for listening to Dungeons, Dining, and Dorks. Dorks? Dork. Dorks. Hey.